you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's story is Absalom's Revolt. Absalom was a handsome man with beautiful thick hair. He was also ambitious and wanted to be king. To impress people, he rode in a chariot with 50 men running ahead of him. In the morning, he stood by the road that went to the city gate. He honored anyone who bowed down to him. If he saw someone going to see the king about a problem, he asked, What city are you from? If they were from one of the northern tribes, he'd say, I understand your problem. It's too bad the king won't listen to you. If I were your king, I'd make sure you were heard. Soon the northern tribes of Israel became loyal to Absalom. When the time was right, he sent messengers to them, saying, Listen for the ram's horn. When you hear it, shout, Absalom is king. The conspiracy spread quickly. More and more people started supporting Absalom. He left the city and enlisted the help of Ahithophel, one of David's advisors. Both David and Absalom knew that Ahithophel's wisdom was a gift from the Lord. David didn't hear about this until it was too late. By then he knew his life was in danger, so he and his servants quickly left the city. He took off his shoes, covered his head, and openly cried as he walked up the Mount of Olives. People came and cried along the path. Once he arrived at the top of the mount, he saw Hushai, one of his friends and advisors. David said to him, Don't come with me. Go tell Absalom that you'll serve him just like you served me. Advise my son against Ahithophel's counsel as much as you can. They then set up a way Hushai could send David information about Absalom's plans. Hushai returned to Jerusalem just as Absalom and the large crowd were entering the city. Ahithophel was at his side. Hushai bowed before Absalom and said, Long live the king. Absalom said, Why didn't you go with your friend? Hushai said, I'll serve the one the Lord and the people have chosen. I'll serve you just as I served your father. As David was leaving, he passed by the home of a man named Shimei. He was from the family of Saul. Shimei started throwing stones at David and yelling, You deserve this, you filthy murderer. God is judging you for what you did to King Saul. Go hide in a hole where you belong. A soldier pulled out his sword and said, This filthy dog is dead. I'm going to cut off his head. David turned to him. Why would you do that? It was the Lord who said to him, Shimei, go curse David. Why would you fight God at a time like this? Maybe the Lord will see what I'm going through and have pity on me. So David and his men continued down the road with Shimei on a ridge above them. He kept yelling the curses at David and throwing stones and dirt at him. Once Absalom was in the palace, Ahithophel said, Allow me to take 12,000 men and chase after David tonight. I'll attack him while he's weak and tired. This will cause his people to panic and they'll scatter. I'll only kill the king and bring all the others back to you. We'll have peace when the people see that you've only killed the king and allowed everyone else to live. This proposal seemed good to Absalom, but he said, Send for Hushai. I want to hear his advice. 
When Hushai heard this plan, he said, Oh no, don't do that. You know your father and his men. They're warriors. Right now, they're like a wild bear robbed of her cubs. Your father knows how to fight. He's probably hiding in one of the caves, waiting for your men to come out. If you act now, some of your men will get killed. Once the people hear that, they'll say that David is slaughtering your forces. Everyone will believe it because they know your father is a skilled warrior. Here's what you should do. Gather a great army from all over Israel. Personally lead them into battle. Attack David wherever you find him. With a massive army, you can make sure he doesn't escape. If any city hides him, totally destroy that city and don't leave one stone on top of another. The Lord caused Absalom to ignore Ahithophel's advice, even though it was better. Therefore, Absalom said, We'll follow the advice of Hushai. When Ahithophel heard this, he knew that David would win the war. So he went to his hometown, set his affairs in order, and hung himself. Second Samuel chapter 15, verses 1 through 6. After this, it happened that Absalom provided himself with chariots and horses and 50 men to run before him. Now Absalom would rise early and stand beside the way to the gate. So it was, whenever anyone who had a lawsuit come to the king for a decision, that Absalom would call to him and say, What city are you from? And he would say, Your servant is from such and such a tribe of Israel. Then Absalom would say to him, Look, your case is good and right, but there is no deputy of the king to hear you. Moreover, Absalom would say, Oh, that I were made judge in the land, and everyone who has any suit or cause would come to me, then I would give him justice. And so it was, whenever anyone came near to bow down to him, that he would put out his hand and take him and kiss him. In this manner, Absalom acted toward all Israel who came to the king for judgment. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. Never cause division in your local church. It's easy to do. Just take people aside and say, if I were the pastor, I'd do it this way and that way. If something your pastor says or does upsets you, make it a matter of prayer. Prayer moves mountains. Whispering destroys churches. Sure, you can disagree with the pastor or with what one of the leaders are saying, but gossiping and whispering about it with others only causes division. It's something you must take directly to the pastor or the individual. That's what a pastor would like and deserves, quite honestly. I'd also like to read 2 Samuel chapter 17, verse 23. Now when Ahithophel saw that his advice was not followed, he saddled a donkey and arose and went home to his house, to his city. Then he put his household in order and hanged himself and died, and he was buried in his father's tomb. Well, Ahithophel means brother of foolishness. Rejection has a predictable and slippery downward path. First, we feel hurt by something someone said or did. Then we feel rejected, followed by a justifiable self-pity then resentment that turns into anger, then hatred, bitterness, and then suicidal tendencies. It's very predictable in many cases. So do yourself a big favor and cut it off at the hurt by forgiving. There's nothing better than forgiveness. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call Turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. 
You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.